Hello and welcome to another episode of A Few Cues with DeAndra Reviews. I'm DeAndra Reviews and this episode is brought to you by DeAndraReviewsAtAll.com where entertainment is reviewed for the light it gives. On today's episode, I interview El Chisme, a three-piece band from LA that has a very versatile sound. They have cumbia mixed in with punk rock and they will make you mosh and dance all at once. And we discuss how they came up with such a unique sound. And it's because they decided as Latinos in America to reconnect with their roots. We go into what it is to be second generation or first generation Latino, either the child of immigrants or a kid that came to this country very young. And it becomes hilarious, serious, thought provoking, and somehow ends up becoming a glorious ode to tacos. I really hope you enjoy this interview. What was the inspiration behind the band name? <laughs> well, uh, what what happened was that uh, we were actually playing in an English band before, and uh, that band's name was Vice Versa. We got sued by Vice stuff, and it was just this thing over our name because, I don't know, this copyright issue. But we were having issues with traction, you know, as far as like SEO and stuff, because there were other Vice Versas and stuff. And while we were strategizing where we were going to move forward, it all came down to like, some bands, they're just there because of their name, you know? Like, I can't, e- I can't even name a song, but I know their name. And El Chisme was just like, it just came out of nowhere, you know? It's a little like what we were trying to do with our music and stuff. I mean, it, it feels like like the most international word for grandma's gossiping. I go to any Latin American country and I say, Dame el chisme. And a bunch of like older women will come out from the depths of the ocean. They'd be like, let me tell you the gossip, girl. And that's why I was like, perfect. Everybody knows what a chisme is. Yeah, and so we applied that logic to our music. And it was just like, well, you're going to have to hear this song. Like, you're going to have to see this band. Like, you have you have to see, you know, el chisme. It was just, it worked visually with what we're trying to write with right now. And I can't believe you got sued by Vice. I thought they were supposed to be like the friendly people for everybody Ugh, revelation it's, that was a sucky time but yeah it was this national news story for a while you're both spanish english you're american but you have your latin roots you feel like el chisme has been your way to connect to your roots and there is always at least a little bit of that time where you feel like what am i like should i be ashamed of my roots some gringo just told me i'm not cool because of them yeah this, this interview just got real. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I mean, you, 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 yeah, you just straight up nailed it. Yeah. I mean, it's like our bridge to our motherland. And it's also a way to connect with, say, like, our, our families, like grandma, who may not speak English, you know? It's like, well, now we get to sing to you. It's just, it's allowed us to connect and make connections that we just didn't see beforehand. And it's just been this awesome journey. It's like the, more, the deeper we go into our roots, the, the, the more at home we feel on stage and stuff. So it's, it's been this awesome journey. I feel like we should have been doing this before. Like, has it felt like this? I say that, I say that like every week, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this welcome home, like damn, F that vice versa. We should have been in Chisme the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it's been. That's how it's been. Yeah, because in vice versa, we would grow. 
grind so hard and we get maybe like inch, you know, and then El Chisme, like it, it feels like it's writing itself, like, whoa. <laughs> and what did you feel about each other that you said, okay, this is the band. This is, the, these are the members. Well, me and Dick, we had played together first and we were looking for a different bass player and we knew that we wanted it to uh, be a female to make it more female based and we just kind of found Sarah. She got recommended to us through a friend and it just, it really just clicked the first time we played and we've just been building on that ever since. You're trying to defend your essence, but how would you define it? To represent now empowers me to feel like I don't have to be from here to accomplish this. You know, it's like, yo, if we could do this, y'all could do this. And it's like, uh, it's that synergy, you know? So the farther we go, the farther we feel we take our people with us. It's kind of like beautiful and sad though, in the terms of like being us is being defiant. Somebody else could be themselves and it's not defiant. It's just them being themselves. Well, we wanted to take it into like some economic level. You know, I started off in bilingual class but then around fourth or fifth grade I had to choose between being in a Spanish or solely English class if I wanted to have a quote-unquote more advanced curriculum like you kind of grow up having to assimilate and it's like wait a minute I'm I'm losing all the, the coolness about me. all the stuff that maybe growing up you might have felt shame for some unknown reason like you don't know why you're even feeling that now it's like okay now it's like a reclamation project it's like I want that and I wanted, and I wanted to be so proud about it. Let me rock it for for not just me, but like people that can relate. Man, this is getting to be a really awesome interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're giving you're giving really awesome answers. A and B, it's just it feels like it's already there in the music in your formation. Going from English based to Spanish based, you say you're defending your roots. Like it just feels so apparent. And there's some things that are a part of everybody's journey. Like every Latino kid, at least once, is gonna have somebody try to make fun of their culture somebody who's not a part of their culture make fun of their culture I think for myself when I had this like a realization that like well this might be the direction that I want to go and that we need to go I think it was when we started messing around with like Spanish covers and stuff just you know because we, we tend to play to a crowd so based on the crowd we'll mix up the songs or we'll play a different lineup or whatever and it was a realization that I was like wow I'm a much better singer in Spanish than I am in English even though for example my current grasp of the Spanish language isn't super clean I'll, I'll have like really bad Spanglish but say if I have to sing a song I feel so at home and it's like whoa this is something I haven't felt in a while we personally think he thinks better than and that was the secret that you guys kept that was the cheese that you kept from him when you were vice versa and you're like we've been loving you in spanish for a while man <laughs> what, what was your favorite spanish cover that you did please tell me you did at least one time selena oh that's actually we were we were actually holding off on covering selena because a lot of people would cover what we will tell you some tea we will tell you is that we're we're actually working on a re-edition of a song that doesn't get covered a lot but we would do things like over his head we would do things like we're gonna be working on like a cover from Manan. we've also done uh things we could pull off with a three-piece pretty much <laughs> yeah covers have always been strong for us for us because you know you're a good way to just practice your overall musicianship and whatnot but mm -hmm. it's fun taking a song and making it your own or putting your own touches 
take on it, you know, or taking something from an artist that they do in another song that you might like and kind of adding that song to the song that you're covering. So it's a lot of fun kind of like changing songs around like that. Totally. And plus we love hip hop too. And hip hop's really just, you know, it's a, or old school hip hop is just uh, samples, which are basically kind of like covers in a way. So we like to just put all of that together. I was going to say like, do something super like a hip hop song and just completely transform it. Have you heard our cover of it? Isn't it awesome? What? No, I just heard like your original. Yeah. You're like, you're describing that right now, which is yeah. so cool. Now I'm going to put it on blast. We're, we're, we're like on the same page, yo. Like, <laughs> slow down. I've become the manager by the end of this interview. I'm like, you guys need to get on your bad bunny. <laughs> And I was one of my questions, you know, to talk more about the music was what was the inspiration and the story behind that? Well, basically, for Colita, we wanted people to start dancing more, you know, especially girls to start dancing more. So, I mean, I, I don't know about the lyrics, so I'm like, that you feel most matches each of your personality? I want to say, uh, <laughs> my part can relate to that. Um, another song I probably like too was probably like, okay, go ahead, which is another single, our, our third single. The part that I sing in that song is actually really good. For me, it's just like, probably Bastuda because it's such like a rock and roll song and it's just fun for me to play. I love playing that song live, especially. It just brings a lot of energy. Yeah, and for me, Webelo, when we actually were just rehearsing and, and around and I realized that the girls could play that song I was like wait hold up do that again that and when we first were like hey maybe we should play this song and I felt so awesome when we first like executed it and so like that's why I felt like I had to release it because I was like yo this is where it was born and for me like Lolita is like my own like version of that now we're full circle and we have like a palette that we want to expand on before you were covering booty shaking songs, now you're making booty shaking songs. Do I? Yeah, man, all right, you are. <laughs> and I wanted to know, what is your favorite memory of growing in LA, growing up in LA? Growing up in Monterey Park, a two-story apartment or house, and we had a garage, and I remember seeing my dad on the drum set and my uncles on their instruments just kind of jamming out, kind of playing and going, man, I, one day I want to play those instruments. <laughs> I mean, we've played like hundreds of shows around us and previous bands. Some of the, the early shows that resonated, we had a DIY venue called The Dang, and some of our early first shows there were a lot of fun, and so I think about those times. Who were Taco Truck at 2.30 a.m.? <laughs> awesome show 
and you're just so lit, and that burrito or that taco of the night pulls up, and you're like, yeah. To me, that's like, that's what will always be. Like, if I get Alzheimer's, I'll, you know. <laughs> that's so great, because, like, your family's going to be like, does he remember us? And you're just going to be like, burrito, night burrito. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, I just remember all that I ate. That's it. I don't need to remember my kids. Just give me the tacos. <laughs> that was so good. I'm, I'm going to end it on that note. That was my final cue because that that's just, that's just happiness. You can't, what, what follows tacos? Nothing.